the eyes of the wrestling world were on Impact Wrestling tonight for Slammiversary. And here's five things I already know. Number one, this was a reset. Three of the four titles changed hands tonight. And that means three of the four titles at least are going to have new storylines, new contenders, new challengers, new matchups going forward. So this is a reset, not to mention what happened at the end of the show. This is a whole new roster. Based on what you saw last week, none of that matters going in, going forward on Tuesday nights. Number two, the knockouts division is alive and well. Coming out of tonight, we got a clear hierarchy of who the top players are in the knockouts division. Now, I have my questions. I have my doubts about if they had a solid group at the top of the knockouts. We knew Tessa was uh, was a star. Uh, Taya has come into her own. I would even say she surpassed Tessa as, you know, being the top female wrestler in Impact Wrestling over the course of the last year. And then Deanna Perrazzo, if you hadn't seen her, like I hadn't really seen Deanna Perrazzo wrestle before she came to Impact Wrestling, but I did my research and I found out she can go. And if you saw the show tonight, then you know she can go. And then what we found out tonight, Jordan Grace has a whole nother gear that we hadn't really seen before. We had seen some good matches between her and Taya, but sometimes when you have someone who you know is a really great wrestler, they can pull great matches out of other people. And so I attributed the great matches I saw between Jordan and Taya more to Taya's greatness than to both of them. And now I know it was both of them because Jordan Grace took her game to a whole nother level tonight. You add that in with the person who I had tabbed as a rising star in this division for the past month or so since they really debuted in Impact Wrestling, and that's Kylie Ray. She started in the Knockouts Gauntlet, came in at number two, went all the way through and won the Gauntlet, and you're looking at a top four of that division being Kylie Ray, being Jordan uh, Grace, being Taya. And, of course, the new Knockouts champion, Deanna Perrazzo. Um, Not to get lost in the shuffle, though, Tasha Stills. She can talk. She showed tonight that she can wrestle more than you probably think she can. And she's going to be a force to reckon with going forward. The Knockouts division is in good hands. And I would dare say this is the second best women's division in all of wrestling. Number three, nostalgia works. Listen. I wasn't that excited when I heard the rumors of EY coming back to Impact Wrestling. I wasn't even really excited when I heard the rumors of EC3 coming back to Impact Wrestling. Why, you ask? Because I'm more of a been there, done that, let's move forward kind of guy. But I cannot lie. When I saw the Motor City Machine Guns tonight, they took me back to 2010. And it was dope, man. It was dope. The Motor City Machine Guns is one of the first teams I ever saw really wrestle that type of breakneck pace style and they're so good at it they're so good at it at the combos and the high flying and the pace is is to me they're one of the originators of that style um 
and seeing them do their thing tonight, man, it, it really, it really took me back. And so, uh, yeah, man, I, 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 so I can't fault, you know, people, listen, if, if Eric Young does something special for you, if EC3 uh, does something special for you, cool, I can't hate on it. Um, nostalgia works, but it only works for so long. You're only going to get that old feeling for so long. You got to do something that's going to move it forward. So hopefully all of these acts that we've seen before have a new trick up their sleeve. He looks like the person that's going to wear that title going forward. Number four, you deserve it. You deserve it. Congratulations to Eddie Edwards on winning the Impact Wrestling World Championship tonight at Slammiversary. I or anyone else could not think of a better, more deserving person to be carrying the Impact Wrestling World Championship going forward into a new era. Listen, there somebody put up a graphic uh, a few weeks ago of all the past Impact Wrestling Champions, and it was something like, you know, Brian Cage, Eli Drake, Alberto El Patron, Tessa Blanchard, and basically the theme was, with the exception of Sammy Callahan, everybody who's had the Impact Championship for the last two or three years is out of the company now. So the thing that they needed to do the most is put that title on someone who is a true representative of this brand, of this company, who actually wants to represent this brand, wants to represent this company, and nobody fits that mold better than Eddie Edwards. He wrestled at a level tonight that a lot of people knew he could do, but we hadn't seen from him in a long, long time. And he looked like a world champion tonight. So, Eddie Edwards, congratulations, buddy. You deserve it. Number five, what happens Tuesday? That is the exact question you want everybody to be asking coming out of your pay-per-view. If you're Impact Wrestling, you've been slowly building your brand, rebuilding your reputation over the course of the last two or three years. And I think there's a great chance that tonight could be the night that people look back on and say that they this is the point where they turned the corner and really became a major player in people's eyes, uh, a brand that people really consider as one of the top best choices for wrestling to watch for, for fans, no matter who you you know choose to watch the most, whether it's AEW or WWE or ROH or New Japan or, or, or whatever. I think tonight the attention was on Impact Wrestling and they delivered. And the one of the biggest things they delivered that I've been searching for for my wrestling for a long time is leaving the show with the feeling of I can't wait to see what's going to happen next. That main event started out with a dud to me. And by the time the show was over, I was like, okay, let's go. They got they 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 already got us looking forward to the Motor City Machine Guns versus the North on Tuesday night. They got us looking forward to what's next for Eddie Edwards on Tuesday night. And at the end of the show, we saw the appearance, the reappearance of EC3 and whatever this version of his character is going to be. And so Tuesday night, those are three things you got to tune in to see. You got to want to know what's going to be next. So mission accomplished, right? Like 
you want to create that intrigue that people just have to see what's next. When I turn on Monday Nitro from like 1996, 1997, every show would end in a way that makes you say, I can't wait to see what's going to happen next. That's a feeling that has been lost from wrestling for a long, long time. And tonight they brought it back. So what happens on Tuesday? I don't know, but I'll be watching. Now, it wasn't all roses coming out of Slammiversary. Here's a few things that I didn't love. Number one, they got to find something better for Moose to do. This uh, TNA title thing is a great idea. I really like it. But the more and more Josh Matthews keeps reinforcing that it's not a real title, he's really kind of taking some of the shine and some of the steam off of it. And... You know, listen, Tommy Dreamer is great. He really is. He cuts a great promo, but he just doesn't, he, he, he doesn't do anything to make Moose better. You know what I mean? Like, like, and that's not just to Tommy Dreamer. That's just saying that they're not giving Moose anything good to do. And I think Moose is doing a great job with everything they give him. They're just not giving him anything good to do. They need to put Moose in a more high profile situation He's shown he can handle the role. So, listen, give the man something better to do. Another thing that I did not love, I can honestly say did not even like coming out of this show, was putting the title on Deanna Perrazzo so quickly and the style of the match that they put on having her defeat Jordan Grace with a tap out. Listen, the way that match played out the story they were telling was it was actually it was a good story. Jordan Grace wrestled so aggressively. She was trying to take Deanna Perrazzo's head off. And it was clear that Deanna Perrazzo had gotten under her skin. And Jordan Grace just wanted to make her pay for coming into impact and 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 poking the bear, you know, getting under Jordan Grace's skin the way that she had. And so Jordan Grace really was just throwing everything at Deanna Perrazzo right away. The problem is, I don't think it made Jordan Grace look great that she's here, you know, trying to throw everything at at, at Deanna Perrazzo and can't get a pinfall like Deanna Perrazzo is Thanos. You know what I mean? Like, Jordan Grace is bigger than Deanna Perrazzo. And, you know, to me, it's one of those things where, like, okay, Deanna Perrazzo is the virtuosa, which is, you know, just basically a nod to being a master of what you do. So it's like, okay, hey, if she slips up, if, if she's just, you know, one move ahead and gets the better of, of Jordan Grace at the end of the match, then to me, that's cool. That tells, you know, more of, of, of the story, I guess. But... I mean, she tapped her out, man. She tapped her out. She put her in the the Gargano escape. And, you know, Jordan Grace tapped out. Listen, Jordan Grace, she she chased Taya Valkyrie for a year for that title. And Taya Valkyrie was, what, the longest reigning knockouts champ? So, to me, that transfer of power doesn't really make sense, right? Like, you had Taya put so much time and effort into that title, And the person who finally takes it off of her is supposed to go on and have a great run. So to have the person who takes it off of her 
lose to a person in what their second or third match in the company? I, I just I, I I I didn't think that was a good look for Jordan Grace. Um, and that's not on Jordan Grace because she wrestled her ass off tonight. Like she took her game to a level that I had not seen from her before. And you know, to me, I, I just I look at Jordan Grace on a whole nother level in terms of what she can do in the ring right now. But I just didn't think that was a, a, a I, I, didn't, I thought she deserved a better title run. I, I thought she deserved, you know, to defend her title in a high profile spot. Um, you know, if you really wanted to put the title on Deanna Perrazzo, let Deanna Perrazzo chase Jordan Grace for a little while. But I, I didn't like having Jordan Grace tap out, you know, to someone who just got here and who, by the way, said on Twitter a few days ago that she's not even under contract with Impact Wrestling. And that goes back to something I said earlier about, you know, Impact putting their title on people who are not invested in the company. Deanna Perrazzo said in an interview with Chris Van Vliet a few weeks ago that, you know... It, just paraphrasing here that, you know, Impact was a place she kind of wanted to come get polished up before she goes to a stage like what AEW has. And I don't blame her for that. AEW is right now a bigger stage than Impact Wrestling. But if I'm Impact, I'd be a little offended by you basically saying that you're using us as a stepping stone. And I certainly wouldn't just put our title on you. Uh, you know, again, what, your third match in the company? So I was not a fan of you know, uh, Deanna Perrazzo getting over on Jordan Grace so soon. The other thing I was not a big fan of was, <laughs> listen, man, when, 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 when Eric Young came in to the main event as the surprise and then Rich Swan was the other surprise, I was like, bro, oh man, I, to my, my first, the first word that popped in my head was dud. This was a dud. This was a waste of time. Oh my God, I was so disgusted. But they certainly redeemed themselves uh, afterwards. <clears throat> this was a show that was built all along from the time they started promoting this show six weeks ago. All the promotion was built around who will show up from the firings of WWE. And at the end of the night, we ended up with you know Eric Young, Luke Gallows uh, and 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 uh, the, the the Good Brothers. We ended up with Heath Miller, or he's just Heath now. <laughs> um, we ended up with EC3 and the Motor City Machine Guns. Which, listen, those are going to be great additions to the show. They really are going to make the show better. But you know, I don't know if there was anything like you know heart stopping or breathtaking about any of those debuts. Saving EC3 for the last one, I thought was the best move. This is the best place for EC3. Um, you know, WWE clearly doesn't want to do anything with him. They were willing to pay that man just to sit there and do nothing. AEW, he could go to AEW, I'm sure. But look, man, you go to AEW and MJF basically stole your whole gimmick. Uh, you, you're, you're trying to reinvent yourself as a different character now. But who knows, you know, who knows if it will work there? Who even knows? So this is the best place for EC3. Um, <clears throat> overall, the show was built around debuts and returns, and I would say it delivered. You know, this, the show left me feeling uh, satisfied with what I saw tonight and looking forward to what's to come next. So this does push the product forward. I think that tonight 
uh, I think I said this earlier, but I think the show tonight might be something that people look back on, you know, a year or two from now and say that this was the show that kind of got fans reinterested in Impact Wrestling on a large scale. So, you know, do they take this positive momentum and do something great with it? Do they continue to push the company forward? We'll see. You know, only time will tell. That's all we got. That's our show for this evening. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed the show as much as I did. Uh, stay tuned for more content. You can follow me on Twitter at TW Talking About. Follow the show at Talking About Pod. I'm TW, and I'll talk to you soon.